This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, everybody. It is time for another episode of Crowd Sorcery, which means I'm going to be talking all about a bunch of crowdsource games that are ending their campaign runs from September 13th today to the 27th. So basically, the end of the month of September. And I have found 11 games by staring into that crystal ball, by which I mean spending a long time, I don't even know how long, reading rule books, watching videos, doing all the research so I could find the games that really stand out to me, a Care Bear player looking for fun two-player experiences, avoiding player conflict, party games, stuff like that. And so, if you have a tendency towards the same sorts of games that I like, well, these are going to be a few games that you might want to check out before time runs out. And there's no time to waste, folks, because the first game on the list is actually ending today, September 13th, and it is called Powerline. I'm so sorry, I should have mentioned this in the last episode, but it wasn't up and it was just had an incredibly short thing. So what is this? In a nutshell, you only have a little bit of time left to back this. It is from Queen Games. It is from designer Dirk Hen, who uh, most famously uh, designed Alhambra, a really very successful and well-loved gateway game. And this seems like a very uh, lightweight gateway game too. Maybe a little bit too lightweight for me and Jen, I'm not quite sure. But I do like the bingo style element where every round a bunch of dice are going to be rolled and then players simultaneously choose, hey, do I want to activate those dice going from the left or from the right to deploy my workers to build power lines all over the board and complete objectives and race against other players? I always like bingo-style play and seeing how the board can evolve in different ways, um, even if we all start from the same place. And Dirk Hen is a very well-renowned and respected designer. Hey, you can even pick up a copy of Alhambra at one of the backing levels. The other thing that really makes this stand out is this is going to be Queen's first attempt at green manufacturing of their games. And so I hope this succeeds and um, you know becomes a thing in the future that we can all maybe fight a little bit more for a green planet. And that's what really drew my attention to Powerline. Okay, then we are going to move on to the next game that ends on the 15th of September. It is Sea of Legends, Vengeance of the Empires. And I um, We've already got a few run-throughs of this on the channel. Ryan did a how-to-play. Kimberly did a run-through of the expansion. Shay did a run-through of the original. So I feel like there's enough content on the channel for you to decide if Sea of Legends is right for you. A big game of high seas piracy, app-driven, lots of humor, lots of story. And uh, yeah, you've got just a few days left, folks. It ends on September 15th. Then we move on to Trailblazers, another game that ends on September 15th. And this is one I covered, uh, did a run through for. Uh, lots of modes in this very, very clever little super portable game that you can actually back at a level that gives you waterproof cards you can play anywhere. It's all about route building, stacking cards on top of each other. A really sharp game from Ryan Courtney, who is well known for Pipeline and... Um, and yeah, 
Uh, it's got really great components, a fun, puzzly little game, and it ends on the 15th of September. Okay, then let's talk about Robomon, which is a game that Ruel did a run-through for on the channel. And this is a game that if you love... Let's see. Didn't actually look at this video ahead of time. It looks like he never really shows gameplay. I'll just put this up. If you love Pokemon... The original video game, which was a big, sprawling you know, JRPG adventure um, where you went around and caught Pokemon and made them fight each other. Well, Robomon captures the spirit of those games in a big, epic solo or two-player cooperative adventure. You know, it's one of these storybooks. And um, yeah, I mean, it just has charm in spades. Uh, well, was definitely charmed by it. And I mean, it has blown up. It has been very, very successful because there is such a huge pent-up uh, demand for we want Pokemon the board game not the card game the board game and that's what Robomon gives you at least until September 16th when its campaign closes okay after that we've got Uluk which is oh my gosh when this thing comes out I am certain it will make a lot of most uh, impressive productions most beautiful looking games of the year it is absolutely stunning looking although at its heart it's a very simple worker placement game about trying to get harvest resources or hunt for resources to cook up delicious meals to feed your little tribe of anthropomorphized cute adorable animals while building monuments and all of that very simple stream Line. I mean, I think this is going to be around the same level as a Stone Age style game from what I've seen. And I'll be honest, folks, I can be a little shallow. I'm drawn in because look at just how stunning this game is. It might be a little bit on the lightweight side. But if you are looking for an absolutely drop-dead gorgeous uh, worker placement game with a wonderful, wholesome theme of just trying to help people, you might want to check out Uluk, which ends on September 17th. Okay, after that, let's move on to the next one, Diamond Dig, a uh, push-your-luck game that is the spiritual sequel to um, Diamant or, um, oh, what is the other game from Designer Alan Moon? They just threw it on the screen. Oh, Ink and Gold. Although it really flips the, the push-your-luck gameplay of those older classics on its head and does completely new stuff. Now, if you want to know what it's like, you can check out the run-through Kimberly did. She was really impressed by it. She loves push-your-luck. And, you know, I mean, again, you know, uh, Alan Moon really kind of defined what Push Your Luck is. And this is, <clears throat> sorry, revisiting that with a whole new, oh my gosh, folks, I am literally choking on my spit. Hold on a second. I was making good time. And this is empty. There's no time. We must continue the sorcery. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, watch uh, Kim's run-through because you have until September 20th if you would like to uh, back, if you love, um, push your luck, Diamond Dig. Ah, oh my gosh. The show must go on. So let's continue to the next one. Another one that was covered by Kimberly on the channel, Kinfire Chronicles. And oh my gosh, Kimberly so loved this game. Um, this is a cooperative adventure game with a strong focus on storytelling. Really smooth, fast, easy to resolve skill tests and combat. And tons and tons of really great interesting narrative-driven gameplay as you go from map to map to map and do all the kinds of stuff you expect in this sort of game. Like I said, I can't stress enough just how much Kimberly loved this game. Uh, she is still raving about it, and if you'd like to know why, you can check out her preview, which is on the channel 
Uh, there's links for where we do have previews for these down in the show notes down below if you'd like to know a little bit more about Kinfire Chronicles, which ends on the 20th of September. Okay, how about we move on to the next one, though? Space Explorers and Prehistories. I am super excited about this. I didn't even know this was here until I was doing my research this morning. This ends on September 22nd, and this is a combo bringing out new expansion content for Space Explorers. The expansion is called The Age of Ambition and Prehistories Called Evolution. These are both phenomenal Euro games from publisher 25th Century Games. I've really enjoyed both of them. Um... Oh, what's it? Uh, Space Explorers is all about the early days of the space race. It is an absolutely... I basically, if I recall, when I covered it, I called it a Splendor Killer. And I stand by that. It takes Splendor, but really makes it much more of a Gamer Geek game and a much stronger, um, oh, what would you call it? Uh, thematically driven game, too. But then, while I haven't done a full run-through of Prehistories, Jen and I did play it last month. I talked about it in the most recent roundup. This is a very, very sharp um, hidden auction game set in prehistorical times as your tribe tries to go hunting and whatnot. And here's the deal. Jen and I both hate silent auctions, secret auctions, secret hidden bidding stuff, but the game does it so brilliantly here that it completely turns my um, attitude around. Plus, it's a very, very satisfying uh, tile-laying Tetris-style game, too, because we're bidding on Tetris tiles to make the ultimate cave painting of our tribe's exploits. I really enjoy both of these games, and you can back to get uh, the expansions if you have them, or the games in the expansions. It's really, really sharp, and you've got folks until September 22nd to check out uh, Space Explorers uh, uh, and, and Prehistories. Okay. Then we move on to The Fog. All right. Which is a game that, uh, well, first of all, ends its run on September 22nd. And we actually talked about this in last week's Raw R&R show, me and Ruel, because we did our top 10 race games. And this is a fantastic race game. Um, on the surface, it's really kind of an abstract thing about moving your puzzle pieces around the board. But to me, it actually felt very thematic because of the sheer desperation. You are trying to make sure that your preferred villagers, the ones that have your colored discs around them, make it to the escape boats. And you'll do anything it takes. Every turn, you get seven action points to spend. And it costs different things to have your people move around from one place to another, jostle each other, squeeze between tight spaces, and use all kinds of special powers. And it's just a brilliant, brilliant puzzly game that also happens to be a very, very breakneck and um, tension-filled race game because everybody's being chased by the fog, uh, which is this line that is gobbling up people. So you're trying to get your people onto the boat as fast as possible, trying to get them ahead of the fog, even if it means pushing your opponents out of the way. Very, very impressive design. Really sharp. And uh, you've got until September 22nd to check out The Fog. Okay, after that, let's move on to Run! Oh, this is another uh, double feature. It's Run plus um, The Fugitive. The Run is the sequel to The Fugitive, a game I covered years ago. And Amy and Maggie did a preview for Run. And I still say their run-through of Run is the best run-through that has ever appeared on my channel. It is so much fun to watch the two of them, one being the fugitive, one being the marshal trying to catch them using all kinds of special powers, doing parkour, and, um, you know, just 
absolutely brilliant hidden movement game for two players, and I cannot recommend it highly enough. The Fugitive, I can confirm, is brilliant, and um, after watching Amy and Maggie play run, I am very confident that this is a wonderful follow-up. And so, that one ends on the 22nd. One more game, folks. Here we go. And this one is the most far out of the bunch. It's called Ape Quest. Um, and this is a game uh, about players who are, um, you know, uh, Victorian era professors traveling through time trying to catch their mischievous ape that has stolen their trousers, if I recall correctly. Or, yeah, stolen your trousers. And this just looks like a silly, funny game, but there's actually several things here that really caught my attention when I dug down deep into how the gameplay works. First of all, um, it's a cooperative game where players have a whole list of items and weapons they can use to overcome the uh, challenges uh, out of a randomly drawn deck. But once you use your item, it slides all the way to the end of your board. Kind of like Ark Nova. Um, and uh, you w- it will cost way too much to use it again until you've used some of your other items. This core mechanism, Ark Nova didn't invent it, but it was so brilliant there. I love the idea of bringing this cooldown to items things to a cooperative game with a really wonderful, quirky, silly sense of humor. So I suspect this game is really going to stand out as something special, which is why I figured I should talk about Ape Quest, which ends on September 25th. And that's it, folks. Another crowd sorcery. Halfway through, I didn't think I was going to make it, but I've soldiered through, but I am, I am thirsty now. So I'm going to go get a drink of water, and you folks can uh, follow the links down in the show notes to check out all those games, and I'll see you again in two more weeks. Have a nice day, everybody. Talk to you later. So long. Uh, bye-bye. And there's things you can click, by the way. Including subscribing. Really? Why? I'm not, I'm not doing anything else. Click!